Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Be Simply. This is she, and she's back to airing live, (laughs) which has been a while. She's been on a hiatus, and tonight we're connecting to self-love, and we're about to transition from summer to fall and from uh, winter to spring on the southern hemisphere or vice versa, depending where you are on the planet. And I always like to point this out because sometimes we forget that we are on a globe and there are people all over the planet experiencing different things, different climates, and this impacts how we interact on a daily basis. In addition, there's an energy shift that happens on the planet when one part of the world, the globe, is going into a new season and the other part of the globe is going into another season. And then there's all these microcosms, for example, at the equator uh, where temperatures are more at a constant rate. But you still have this energetic shift that happens and activities are different. So I thought tonight would be really helpful to address how we can honor one kind of if you have the metaphorical running around the track with the baton how we can pass off that baton and really honor the season we're going into as i've mentioned in the past in segments we've become such a global culture that we have so many things readily available to us meaning that we could have strawberries when we're not in strawberry season And sometimes we forget to honor these seasons in different areas. I know in the northern hemisphere, there's distinct seasons where, for example, I live. There's seasons, but they're not as distinct as if you were back east, let's say, um, or in the northern part of the northern hemisphere where you can feel the fall and so forth. But even this past weekend, I saw the changing of the colors of the leaves uh, the pumpkins are coming out, so being harvested. So we know that we're upon that transition. And how this impacts that self-love, that looking inward. And I do want to address this because self-love, self-nourishment has um, become quite a trend in conversation, especially in uh, maybe communities that are dedicated to wellness. However, the reason I feel this is so important is that self-love is really healing, healing the inner being uh, and also honoring that as we collectively do that healing, that that inner transformation impacts the outer transformation of our collective consciousness. So being that we're at the end of Kali Yuga, relative end, uh, we are seeing uh, amazingly different things happening, amazing things on this planet happen. One, we're seeing collective shifts of awareness, and then we're also seeing the same old story being repeated, especially in the geopolitical warfare uh, fear campaigns that go on. Now, how does this relate to spring and fall? Well, it's very important because what's happening uh, in these two transitory seasons, uh, spring and fall, is we're preparing for winter and summer. And if we don't uh, spend some time being mindful about what's going to be happening in those seasons, it could come back to um, 
really wear us down and then if we're worn down then that then we're not able to show up for our family for our work so on and so forth and the more we get in harmony with the season and how the ecosystem of this planet was designed the more e- effective we will be and the more harmonious we'll be in our daily life so <laughs> That's a lot. Why don't we start by just addressing uh, where we're at, and I think that's a really good check-in point, something, a great thing to do on a daily basis, especially if you feel a little off-kilter. So what is arising in this fall and spring? What emotions are occurring for you? And right now, where we are in space, we're in a geomagnetic a storm from solar flares and the beautiful thing about science right now is scientists are finally starting to orate and comment about what's really happening with our relationship to space to earth weather and we're having an impact right now um, because we're more at a solar minimum and this is important for the in the respect that it's affecting our environment our ecosystem uh, we're having earth weather extremes on the planet which can throw off our growing seasons which can grow throw off our resources and in addition it can actually put us a little off kilter so as we're having all this energy come flowing at us right now which has really uh, been loud all day long it's important just to check in to see where you're at and then remember because by the end of the segment we'll get to those tools that are so effective to assist us when we're feeling a little off kilter and the more you know yourself the better imagine if you've had a partnership or a friendship where you know someone so well that you know what they need in a moment like if they get quiet or retreat when they're not at comfort with themselves you can either chase them down or you give them the space because you're used to that rhythm for them and you're like oh they're working on something so i'm just gonna let them be and then we'll reconnect when that's passed the same thing applies for ourselves if we become really attuned to what our needs are rather than displacing them on other people we can start to become more self-reliant so before we do this reflection what we're going to do is we're going to connect to fall and spring one to honor both hemispheres of this planet that we are a global team humans species on planet earth here co-creating all at once and so i'd like to point out Uh, the two things that are happening simultaneously so you can connect to them. I'm going to first speak to fall that's coming in in the northern hemisphere. If you're in the southern hemisphere, we'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, This is a time to actually pull inward. Typically, uh, as you go from fall to winter, winter is a time of retreat. This is a time to scale back as far as uh, storing resources, fuel, food, warm clothing, uh, create a plan for stillness, time to study, be inward. This is what we get communicated from nature is the last fruit, you know, of our apple season that will be ending shortly. The, the leaves uh, shrivel up, they retract, and they're preparing if they're a deciduous tree to uh drop onto the earth and compost into the earth and then as we go into the winter season there's less and less resources so this is why you would store i've mentioned before 
and if you haven't heard this, it'll be for the first time, but out at Hopi, when they're doing their agriculture, they're saving their food for the winter months. They've been working at their crops all the way through now, and they'll keep growing until they're um, through the harvest in the fall, and then the the earth gets to rest in the winter, so it's a signal also, a uh, time for us to rest really hard in uh, post-industrial capitalist societies because we're pushed pretty hard to celebrate and go pretty fast during these fall to winter months. So I really encourage you, if you can create space for time for retreat, time for study, time for doing your inner work, fall to winter is this beautiful time to do that because then you'll be able to pull that energy forward into the spring and the summer. So inward down contract nature showing us that she's saying please do that with me if we impose ourselves uh, as if we would in spring on her uh, she doesn't get a chance to rest you know and she has to address everyone on the other side of the globe so this is also to honor your other uh, family members on planet earth that they get a chance to enjoy the spring and the movement and all the young energy that's rising up so uh, this little excerpt from Paul Pitchford's Healing with Whole Foods, the forces of autumn create dryness in heaven and metal on earth. They create the lung organ and the skin upon the body and the nose and the white color and pungent flavor, the emotion grief and the ability to make a weeping sound. So lungs govern that grief energy uh, it's not by accident that as the fall arises, the wind picks up and Vada nature and Ayurveda, where a lot of thoughts are spreading around and the skin can become dry. So this is a time to really oil up. Honor, if lungs is a vulnerable time for you, to really address this and give yourself extra support. Give yourself permission to release grief. In addition, remember, if you don't give yourself that extra support and this is a vulnerable region of your body, then as you move into winter, you might be more susceptible to colds, flus, being worn down. And it's a great time to address your diet. So that conserving of resources, we're kind of tricked a little bit here. And as we get into spring, you'll notice that we're uh, thought, we're, we're trained to think, oh, spring, summer, I'm going to diet, not eat as much. It's not necessarily so. There's more cooling foods available in the spring and the summer, and there's lots of abundance to eat. In the fall and the winter, just by the plain concept of weather, you know that there's not as much resources for growing because the ground can be frozen during that time and needs a rest after growing crops all summer. So this is a great time to eat less ease up on your body um, so that you can go through the holidays and not have to do crash dieting, quote unquote, in the winter when you make those New Year's resolution based on the Gregorian count. Instead, you can say, oh, I'm going to just start to reduce a little, eat lighter meals. Um, yeah, fine, celebratory here and there. But really think about how you can eat a little bit more mindfully during this these months and remembering uh, what crops are typically available if we were not this global populace with everything you can imagine anywhere and everywhere practically. So spring, this is the opposite of what's happening on the planet. So 
on the northern hemisphere. We're ready to release some grief if we so do choose. Uh, we can uh, cry if we so do choose. We can also bring balance to our skin, our sinuses, and connect to pungent flavors in our diet. In springtime, yang activities, I talked about this last spring here in the Northern Hemisphere, ascending and active in nature of spring, new beginnings. So this is also a time to attend to your liver and gallbladder because if we've slowed down in the winter months, this is a time to get them going because they're going to be receiving some extra heat as you move into spring and summer, depending where you live. So you want to nourish them. Again, moving through the transition, not running full steam ahead and noticing when that yang energy is rising off the planet that you want to be uh, gentle with it because we're passing the baton of the yang over to the southern hemisphere and they're passing the baton of the yin. And it's a slow transfer and then it's fully in its place. That masculine and feminine, the yin and the yang, are transferred in those winter and summer months. So especially here in Southern California, we still have warm weather all the way through October. So just towards the end of the September when we start getting ready to migrate into that fall weather, late October, early November by our standards, but it varies wherever you are. Remember, this is what you're passing off to your brothers and sisters on the other side of the planet. This is another segment on spring from Paul Pitchford's book. Um, the supernatural forces of spring create wind in the heaven and wood upon the earth. Within the body, they create the liver and the tendons. They create the green color and give the voice the ability to make a shouting sound. They create the eyes, the sour flavor, and the emotion of anger. Season to attend uh, attend to the liver and gallbladder, as I mentioned earlier. Now, what's so fascinating about this is we have crying and shouting going on. It's a three-year-old behavior. So to honor that uh, for both seasons and to be mindful where you want to put your resources in the springtime, if that's where you're going to be, and where you want to reserve your resources, less energy put out. So it's a good time to start reflecting and seeing where you're at. So one of the most profound lessons I've ever learned from Mother Earth is she showed me subtraction. Not addition, but subtraction. So when we subtract things that don't serve anymore in our physical space, our mental space, our body, our spirit, we create more room, more space for other things to come in. And it eases what's required in that moment. So if you order own 10 houses, if you reduce some of that space that you have occupied, you're going to free yourself up because you won't be tied down as much. So what I want you to do right now is just connect to where you're headed. You've come off a season, whether it's summer or winter, it's coming to its end, it's closure, and where are you headed next? What do you have up on the horizon? It'll depend where you're at in your solar rotation around the earth but just kind of check in and see what it what it feels like and then when we come back we'll evaluate we're going to evaluate where you're at but just see where you feel you're headed we're going to listen to a song by random rab called i'm alone and uh alone is a relative thing uh, we're not really alone but enjoy his music it's uh fun to move with 
to reflect on where you're at and where you're headed. And then when we come back, we'll dive into a couple questions that will help you discern where you're going.
as we flow back into here, where where are you and what is in disguise for you on the horizon? That was a little random rab where he is sharing about um, some things that are hidden. It's entitled I'm Alone, and that was from his album Viz Surreal. So spring to fall, fall to spring, there are many things that start to happen. The days get shorter, the days are getting longer, and we have this opportunity to check in. I love connecting people to their lunar cycles, their solar cycles, and then the seasonal cycles. These give us a lot of information about what's going on and how we can live more proactively in harmony with one another and within ourselves. And what happens when we do this inner work, when we look in, it's not to say, oh, I need a spa day and I just need to relax and that's going to make it better. This is, this is work. We're looking in and we're saying, hey, I'm going to take responsibility for me. I'm not going to sit around all day and complain about what Bob did or Fred did or Debbie or George. I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to be responsible for me and I know in the fall, I start to have lung, asthma, cold, or I've experienced a lot of sadness. That's when um, grief is ready to lift off, especially from any trauma that you've experienced and haven't completely been able to release, that this is a great time to address that and prepare for it. So as we mentioned, this is a contraction time for that fall season, and this is a time that you can prepare to go inward, great time for retreat, great time to do your inner work, to study, enrich, and conserve resources inward and outward. And then spring, you're experiencing this yang, and rather than charge forward, I really encourage you to like hold it and hold it and hold it and decide where you want to place it. So right now we're going to evaluate where we're at and where you want to go with all of this. So if you look at uh, right now where you're at here on planet Earth, what location you are, what piece of Earth you're touching on this big, beautiful planet, and evaluate all aspects of your life. Just right now, take a big glimpse, like what feels good in the mind? Are you feeling well or not? You know, are you having some negative thoughts or uh, things that really keep you from moving forward and enjoying life. Uh, I just spoke to someone in a class that I just taught and she said that she's really ready to heal. She She's trying to her best to get rid of those negative thoughts that she has about herself. And I thought it was I congratulated her that she was willing to do this because I would like to mention as we're talking about the mind and evaluation, if you spend a lot of time in story, in thoughts about yourself or other people or making things up that aren't even true, this is detrimental to your physical being, your emotional being, your spiritual being, and all the other people that you're thinking about. So mind first, evaluate what's happening, and be, if you're in a fall season, this is a good time to be inward and really start to release some of those things. Let the, the trees take it away, and let the grief, if you have some of that, or emotions, just lift off. You know, they don't serve, let them go. Check in with the body. How is it feeling? Does it feel healthy? Does it feel strong? How are you going to maintain this, especially if this is a weak region of the body? And how do you typically do this time of year, whether you're in spring or fall? When I lived in Arizona, spring, that was a really hard time for me because there was so much pollen coming off the trees. It was such a beautiful time environmentally, but 
physically it was really taxing. So if you know that you're going to go into a season like that, you can prepare yourself and try to do right by yourself by getting enough sleep, nourishment, maybe even going on a long vacation somewhere else where you can handle it. But tune in. What does your body need typically at this time of year? And where do you tend to not uh, support your body or your mind during this time of year? Spirit, your soul, whatever you want to call it, how does that feel? Are you in touch with it? Do you even honor it or commune with it? And if you do, how does it act at this time of year? So tune in there. And what I'd like you to do is mind, body, spirit, relating to the inner being, the inner interior landscape. Are you really nourishing that? And where do you want to have maybe a little bit more movement for your body, a lot less conversation in your head? And so let's say you want less conversation in the head. Bring in some more meditation. Let's say, wow feel good in my practice of um, being still in my mind and my heart. My soul's feeling good, you know. But I really wish my body was moving more, so bring in some activity. Think about what you would like to do this time of year. Uh, it's a lot of fun to play in the leaves. <laughs> That's a fun thing to do. Or play in the tulip beds if you're going into spring. So then you will ask yourself, what needs nourishment? We started to talk about that and what is depleted. And then you fill in that recipe right there. So if it's your body or if it's all three, say, okay, I'm going to make a commitment to myself and really take care of myself, knowing that when you do that, you're taking care of uh, your ecosystem, which actually has a beautiful ripple effect to the world around you. Now, if you're mama, <laughs> meaning you have young kids in tow or big kids in tow, understand that you're giving more. Not that papas aren't, but especially with young kids. Uh, so allow yourself to receive help where people are willing to do that. And even if you carve out a little bit of time, that's super, super helpful. I remember when my kids would go through arsenic hour when they were in their twos, threes. I would just sit and meditate while they ran around. And that was a great way for me to calm the energy for them and also reboot for myself so I could make it through time and then into work time. So really tune into what you need within your ecosystem. Then um, where can you slow down and reserve your energy for winter and summer? So these are these two seasons are transitions, spring and fall. So where can you reserve your energy? Where can you do less? You've come off vacation season maybe or winter holiday season. Hopefully it's been more quiet than active. And where can you reserve some energy right now? Hold back a little bit. You'll be surprised when you do this what happens, uh, how Mother Nature and the flow of the universe create a response to this activity. So slowing down, reserving your energy. And it's been a busy, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, very busy energy, forward moving since spring to summer. And now it's like, whew, can I put those brakes on? And see if you can slow down a little bit. Take some things out. And you don't need to feel bad about it. Just do the best you can. Then, what are your obstacles? What are your what are is keeping you from doing this? Do you have fear? Do you have doubt? What typically becomes the deterrent or the distraction from taking care and evaluating where you are in your life? 
So first of all, you're going to evaluate where you're at. That's a great thing to do at any moment, just to check in what's going on, how you're feeling. I do it with my kids every morning. How's the mind? How is your sleep? Just checking in to tune into what's happening so you can support yourself or support your children, your partner, your family, and your friends. Now we went into Random Rab checking on where do you want to be and need or want is okay because remember if you have a lot of wants that's just where you are in your evolution cycle and as awareness increases those wants will reduce and you'll be more just comfortable with your needs being met so where do you want or need to be external and internal and what I'd like us to do is to visualize this where you are ready to be headed and be really honest with yourself. So sometimes someone might say, oh, I'm really ready for my partner to come into my life or uh, I'm ready to go on this big trip, but you haven't started saving for it and you think it would be great in a month, but really it's going to maybe take six months to get all the things organized. So I want you to be really honest with yourself um, internally and externally what you're ready for. Then a beautiful tool is visualization. Athletes use this. I've used it. It's to visualize where you want to be. The more you connect to that vision, it's a lot easier to get there. Imagine if a pilot was flying a plane and he wasn't paying attention to where he was going. He wasn't paying attention to his coordinates, even though a lot of that's automated now. But if he wasn't paying attention or if you're on a freeway and you're not paying attention, you're going to miss your exit. So you need to visualize and connect to where you're going and where you're ready to go and not get distracted. So the practice is to uh, stop longing for what you want or need and move towards it. So that involves, one, identifying what it is externally and internally, visualize it, and then starting to take action towards it. If you keep putting it off for uh, the best moment in time or space or when everything's lined up or if you have a big pot of cash and then you can do what you love to do. It doesn't work that way in my humble opinion. <laughs> it, it, just start doing it. You know, a runner didn't become a professional runner by just waiting until they were identified as a professional runner. They started running. So I, what I want you to do right now is we're going to listen to a song called Where Did We Go? This was a co-collaboration, a song that I wrote uh, in the idea that somewhere we got lost. And uh, Matt Kalen, a beautiful jazz singer, helped collaborate creating the composition for the music. In addition, a uh, beautiful woman uh, that he had come on and sing the song. So this is work in progress as we all are, but if you can listen to where did we go and really evaluate where you want to be and where you'd like to go. And then when we come back, we'll talk about the results and the practices that we can connect to in our everyday life. Let me take you on. 
beautiful, magical, and awe-inspiring here on planet Earth, and others are horrifying. Uh, It's this balance between polarity and duality. Personally, she's ready to move beyond all of that and uh, be an existence that most people can't fathom, but it's without suffering. So by doing this inner work, uh, this is our pathway to moving beyond suffering because we have more self-awareness and within that awareness we're able to uh, really honor what's happening around us and take responsibility for ourselves, our actions and show up better better for self and others and that's when a lot of beautiful yummy things start to unfold so within the spring and fall connection between both sides of the planet and the really important transitions as we go into winter and summer, because these are extreme weather conditions, typically in the winter we have ice cold and then the summer hot heat, 
So we don't want to use up all those resources in these yummy seasons where the temperatures are more palatable and there's different, uh, there's still winter and fall crops flowing in. We don't want to consume them all because we know we might be a little bit more taxed. The same even when you put a spring crop in and even though there's some hardy things that grow in the heat, uh, we start to get depleted if it gets too hot. So we don't want to consume everything uh, before we get to these extreme seasons so that we can be prepared. Imagine that. So the results on a micro level is that your self-awareness of who you are, taking responsibility of your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual body, however you want to refer to it, is that it improves your quality of life and how you choose to live. And then on a macro level, that self-awareness trickles out everywhere you go because no longer are you being offended by everyone and anyone. You start to understand that you're part of this whole flow and that you can decide what you want to do with your energy and where you want to put it. And the more awareness that you have around it, uh, the easier that will be. So tonight... Uh, as you reflect on this, gosh, I'm going into fall. What do I want to do? What do I want to bring in? How, where do I want to slow down? Especially in these culture where we're still, there's still some impositions to be a lot busier in the winter. We're not there yet where we slow down to mat, mirror the ecosystem. But just think about, gosh, what could I cut back on? And it's really difficult if you have family and kids and they're in sports and they're back in school and homework. But really see what you can subtract out for everyone so there's some downtime. Again, so we can mirror and honor the ecosystem that we're in. I've used this analogy before and I'm going to use it again. If you have a Ferrari, you're going to drive it a certain way, you're going to tune it up a certain way. And then if you have Fiat, you're going to do that differently. I saw Fiat this summer driving on water. But you're going to honor those cars differently because they're constructed and engineered and designed differently and actually even take different fuel. So the same thing's needed. We're a species on a planet that's uh, flying through space that if we honor the seasons, then we can really uh, thrive during these times of year. And then we're so conditioned to thinking of worst-case scenario. Won't it be great to think, oh, wow, we're moving into fall. I'm going to get some yummy oil and lather up and keep my skin nourished. Oh, wow, I've processed so much grief for the past five years that I'm cool. I feel really free and open in my lung region, and I can really enjoy my downtime in a different way, and I don't have to worry as much that I might get ill. So this is where we might be migrating towards if we so do choose. So practices to assist us on this journey. First of all, meditation in my mind is key, that if you take the time to breathe, uh, reflect, daily reflection, you can sit and do nothing to start for five or ten minutes and then breath work, breathing in, breathing out, breathing to those areas that are restricted, letting it go, go lay on the earth. Uh, I'm a broken record when it comes to this, but really meditation and breath work are key to everything that you will do. The breath work will help you with the motion, moving the stagnation, the stillness will help you be still in those moments where you're wanting to take action, but it's time just to be in repose. Then uh, this will help with that want to take action is daily movement to employ that time where you can 
get out and take a walk. If you don't have, if you think, oh, I don't have time to exercise, even if you just take a walk around the block after dinner, first thing in the morning, squeeze that in. Uh, you'd be amazed at what happens when you put in a little bit here or there. And um, it takes some time. I know that I've been slowly migrating back to more and more movement in my life. And from coming from being a former marathon runner to being much more yin, uh, I'm being gentle because, you know, when you remember that you used to run a lot uh, per week, it can be a little uh, staggering to try to get back to that. So, and not even wanting to get back to that, but just to get back to that movement in the same shape or form. So be gentle with yourself, but if you feel like you would like to have more movement, then start to carve away a little bit of time, five, ten minutes, walk to work, ride your bike to work, different ways to get uh, movement in without having to make it a big deal. Have a dance party in the kitchen when you're cooking dinner. Uh, That's a lot of fun. keeps people uh, not stressed and in the moment. So the next thing is we talked about the spring and the fall and identifying where you might be vulnerable in your mind, body, and spirit. So what you might do is just pick one area of your life to focus on. So if you know on that horizon where you're going, oh, gosh, I'm working on um, creating this new type of artwork right now, and I really need to practice, and I'm going to spend my time focusing on that and not a bunch of different things. So with that respect, choose that one or two things that you want to focus on during the season And see it through the whole season. See it through the whole quarter and see what happens when you look back. And then pick an area in your life that you can subtract something from. So if you are overcommitted and you're spending your energy here, there, and everywhere, and that could be saved in reserves for something else. So think about it and then remove it out. And then next is pick some places to give back to. When you subtract out that unnecessary action just because you feel obligated to do it, and then maybe a fraction of that, you just said, okay, I'm 10 hours been doing this thing, but it's a waste of my time. I'm going to take five of those hours and give back and be in service. Why this is so helpful is that it clears your mind, it gets you out of the way of yourself, and puts you in a resonance of service, which will connect you to your highest reflection. So there's your practices. And what I'd love, if you're inspired to, please feel free to send me some feedback at SuzanneToro at gmail.com. And I'd love for you, after this segment, uh, to share any epiphanies or thoughts or uh, questions that you might have with me. In addition, taking the time to evaluate where you're at, where you want to go, and make sure that you can connect to that visualization. Okay, sometimes we want that immediate need satiating our senses. We want it now, but we have to sometimes welcome it in or plant the seeds and mindfully move towards it. Sometimes it appears instantly, and that's great too. But you might as well start visualizing if it's not right in front of you right now, then um, this is that moment. So what we're going to do right now is um, we're going to connect to a mantra called Loka Samasta Suki no Bhavantu. And this is by the Dave Stringer Band. And the reason I love this mantra is it's life to all, love to all, and peace to all. And that's a great visualization for all of us to think about. 
if we can move to that versus this endless cycle of destruction and war that is a war internally and externally that doesn't serve our human species, doesn't serve our collective existence. We have plenty of cleanup to do that we don't need to argue anymore. We could actually probably be silent with one another and just play uh, and dance together and eat together until we did all our cleanup and healing. So as we exit out tonight, I just want you, again, to recap, to think about where you are. If you do have questions about entering the season and how to support your body, mind your spirit, feel free to send those questions to me. And as you listen to the song, just take a moment to pause and be with yourself and see where you're headed and where you might be going next. So until next time, this is she signing out. With a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
Down and 